Welcome to a mini-sode of the Highlander Rewatch podcast. We are continuing our marathon scanning session in the Highlander Rewatch studios. And while we're scanning, we are watching Highlander-adjacent movies. And so we just wrapped up 1984's Razorback, directed by Russell Mulcahy. Razorback? Are we going to talk like this the whole time? Ooh, like the steakhouse? That's right. Bloomin' Onion? This was a bloomin' onion of a movie. As in it was like delicious but you know it was bad yes okay fair enough and who are we by uh, the way i'm one of your rewatchers i'm keith hey this is kyle and this is amen so if you are interested in watching razorback it is available on amazon to rent and why would highlander fans care about this because russell mckay directed highlander and Highlander 2. And so this is his yeah. first feature-length movie, having directed a bunch of music videos, music videos including a lot of Duran Duran, which makes an appearance in this movie. Oh, right. All right, so you guys watched most of it. I had to skip out in the middle to make food. But, so, Kyle, why don't you read us the plot synopsis of what this movie is on IMDb? When a vicious vile boar terrorizes the Australian outback, the first victim is a small child who is killed. <laughs> the child's granddad is brought to trial for killing the child, but acquitted. The next victim, victim, victim is an American TV journalist. Her husband, Carl, gets there and starts to search for the truth. The local inhabitants won't really help him, but he is joined by a hunter and a female farmer to find the beast. So, Amen, having seen the movie, how on point is that description? Uh, it, it's pretty on point, I guess. Um... A female farmer. I didn't know she was a farmer. Yeah, I got to gender those farmers. Yeah, uh, yeah, a female farmer female as farmer. opposed to a male farmer, yeah. I guess. Is she a farmer? In the movie, it kind of seems like she's a scientist. Yeah, I didn't but, realize she was like, a farmer. She's like tracking boar populations, and she got a grant for doing that? I mean, that's not inconsistent with her being a farmer, I guess. But What is she farming? I didn't see data. A, a crop. Yeah. yeah, oh, she's a data farmer. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. good. Dada. And her dada is dead in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, which also surprising, and this is a big spoiler. Uh, the main guy and the female farmer don't fuck, despite the fact that she at one point remarks, "How good she looks in my dad's trousers," which is <laughs> which is an odd line to pull out, but they did. The main thing that actually is lacking from that IMDb description is like the insane Mad Max villains of this movie. They're dressed really crazy, and one has like weird buggy eyes that look like discolored or something and he has like crazy glasses too they're always like wearing goggles and they literally drive like an armored humvee thing with spikes all over it adorned with machetes like it's straight up mad max Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of weird armored vehicles and like one guy rides a camel at one point it is very with a boombox strapped to it yeah it is very Mad Maxian or George Millerian. George Millerian. It's Mo- George Miller time. Directed pig movies, which is kind of weird. Um, which movie? Babe, Babe and Babe, Big oh, no, in the Babe City. Two. No, he did Babe. Oh, he did both. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Happy Feet. And Happy Feet with Elijah Wood. Yeah, there's a big like animatronic pig monster in this. Which you is don't see him a ton, right? Cool. Not really. Yeah, it's kind of like Jaws ish. You see like pieces of it, um, but there's some pretty cool like close ups of a big like monster boar head so that that's pretty cool i would say this movie is visually very interesting despite just being like 
bonkers. Like, this movie is kind of insane from top to bottom. I never know what reality I'm in. Also, there's a whole lawyer scene in the beginning in which some lawyer is objecting, being like, oh, but it was a Razorback with armored skin. And I'm like, that's not an objection. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about the Australian legal system, but I don't think there's a, a board defense in any case. It's like Moby Dick with a pig, I guess. You guys are saying this movie seems to have a very pro-vegetarian message. It's like a lot of like slaughterhouse imagery as like negative stuff and hunting is negative, that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, the the journalist in it, she apparently works for some kind of wildlife preservation organization and she goes out to the Atback initially to do a story about these kangaroo hunters that are like killing hundreds of thousands of kangaroos to be dog food, which are these two insane villainous rapist characters. Right. And of course, because it's an eighties movie and it's the only way to make someone sufficiently villainous. There is an attempted sexual assault in this that gets broken up by a razorback. Yeah. So the razorback is kind of the hero eats, eats this, this woman. And basically that makes her husband, come to australia to try to find out what happened to his wife also the bad guys kill a dog if you didn't hate them enough just to cement that in (laughs) yeah like they are driving down the street they see like the captain ahab character's dog and they like go out of their way to run it over and it's like okay you guys are bad guys and you're not even the titular Razorback. <laughs> I just looked up to see if Russell McKay was a vegetarian because we were wondering that. Uh, I can't find any information on a very quick Google search. So who knows? But. Yeah. A lot of scenes are shot in this pet pack factory. And these two like outback road warrior hillbilly rapist characters are like hacking up carcasses and like throwing them places then like toward the end like the climactic razor back battle <laughs> it takes place in this factory and there are just these like bloody carcasses everywhere they're being covered in rats are just like crawling all over everything at some point there are like these symbolic shots where main characters are being posted up in a position not unlike these animal carcasses so i don't know it seems to have a point of view about the whole meat industry and of course the meat is striking back that's right that's right before we continue with our movie review we have a mystery drink to drink another 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 mystery drink another mystery drink another one of our here eamon why don't you open this up you're gonna love it do you have your cup eamon has three question marks on it Mm -hmm. you can hear me ripping it open and uh, <laughs> sorry guys. F- what is this uh um, yum ta- i i don't even want to pretend to pronounce this i don't know it's a, some kind of vietnamese drink it looks like the word aroma is there <laughs> the it's word aroma possibly the only english word coco snoot coco snoot i believe if you flip the can around there's some English. Oh. Grass jelly drink. Mm. Coconut flavor. Yum. Oh, boy. Let's brace for impact. Give that a little shake and open it up. I have to shake it? That's not a bad idea. Okay, you've you've experienced this before. You know what, of of whence you speak. Give me that grass jelly, yo. Give me that grass jelly. How does iced tea feel about this drink? He loves it. Now we're cooking with grass. (laughs) That's good. Not the color I was expecting. That's for sure. 
It's like purple. It almost has like a purpley cola That's good. flavor. I'm good. It smells definitively grassy. I mean, like, this smells like a fresh cut lawn. Amen <laughs> looks so pleased. Oh, I rather like this, actually. Cool. It's like <laughs> subtle. You got that coconut flavor in there? It doesn't taste like coconut to me. It tastes like coconut syrup or coconut nectar. Okay, I buy that. So it's like burnt, like cooked down and like coconut sugar. So it becomes like the syrupy caramel. I don't like drinks that have like bits of things floating around. You don't like that grass jelly? It doesn't taste terrible. The Uh, consistency. Consistency is key, as they say. So grass jelly, it's like agar agar. So it's like a seaweed derivative. That's the grass. I have no idea what that sentence meant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like was agar agar supposed to be descriptive? I guess so. If you look on the back of like a lot of like processed food, agar agar is used as a thickening agent or a jellifying jellifying agent. Agar agar was a comic strip character. Agar the horrible. Agar the horrible. God damn it! So good job. Keith. Thumbs up on gr- grass jelly drink or thumbs down. Grass jelly drink coconut flavor. It's Mongli Shang brand. <laughs> yeah, if anyone cares what brand you're drinking, I'm, I have not. I've yet to encounter one of these jelly pieces. What? You have no jelly in yours? Seemingly. Here, have mine. All right. Here, we're, mine's we're gonna... got a bunch in there. Oh, oh yeah. Like mine is. Mine looks nothing like yours. You got the top top part. Oh yeah. You got to chew this one. Yeah. <laughs> yours is like. Yeah, like a ch- good chewy drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is like. This is like. I'm chewing my cud here because it's grass. I'm thirsty, but I also need to chew. Very good. Well, that's our. Weird... Okay, I care for this less. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Usually, I try to get like a weird flavor of Pringles or something, but uh, this time we're wrapped snacks. Yeah, wrapped snacks. This time it was stuff at the Vietnamese store. Star Wars beer or Star Trek? Star Trek beer. I checked at the liquor store; they still only have that one Star Trek beer. Oh man, which is a bummer because I've now had encountered Star Trek. Point encountered Station? far. Yeah, no, isn't it? No, that's the first episode. Yeah, I thought that was the, mm, one of the nemes- beers. no, not nemes- what was it called? It was called Symbiosis. Oh, that's right. It's been a long day of scanning. Looks like a drink they would have on Star Trek. I don't know. It's not blue. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't look like blue. Next time. By the way, that's not the only flavor of jelly drink. I got the coconut one because I thought you guys might like that more. <laughs> but there's some other ones. Maybe mm. next time we'll try the whole array of jelly drinks. Grass. Enjoy the whole line of Mong Li Shang brand <laughs> jelly drinks. I think visually it's like an interesting movie. Like Russell makes seemingly makes like decisions that like I'm just like okay, but it like le- like I even think like in the beginning the husband and wife are cooking together, but the husband's wearing like a rubber apron that's like this BDSM apron thing. Like it's got a print on it that's like leather and like straps and like fishnet stockings and it's like interesting. Like this is so out there, but it's something like it's character stuff. Yeah, like at one point just several times there's this guy like watching some australian talk show and just weird shit happens at his house for no reason that i can divine but like at one point the razorback rips half of his house off and just carries away the portion of his house with the tv set which despite being ripped away from the wall continues to play right it's just like for lulz and it was like interesting there's the no point shot like i like the idea of like the tv disappearing into the, yeah. the background because the guy's like glued to the tv drinking beers the whole yeah. movie yeah um, was it, he's drinking fosters of course is, yeah. is is that how you say beer in australian 
That's right. It's Australian for beer. Oh, okay. Monsters. The movie this kind of reminded me of was Evil Dead in a way. Oh, yeah. But I think like maybe like a little less fun than Evil Dead is. Like Evil yeah. Dead has got like a little bit more camp and fun to it. But this seems to be like in the same sort of sort of like this is like a, it's a monster movie. It's got like crazy camera angles and like I don't know. It's like it's it's in that genre of like a horror movie, like great screaming and people getting eaten and that sort of stuff. I think it's a little long. I feel like they could have tightened it up a little bit mm. um how long do you think this movie is Eamon? oh i have no idea it seemed like oh it's <laughs> right it's only an hour and 34 minutes long yeah this is like wow. 94 it minutes felt oh, longer than that yeah. and i didn't watch all of it yeah <laughs> it's not a tight 90 i mean that's for sure but like i don't know if i ever see a movie that's less than 90 minutes like that's like warning sign warning sign <laughs> you're about to see like a kind of unfinished piece of shit so like it crossed the 90 minute threshold with some padding yeah. There were some cool matte paintings, I thought. Like, there's some, like, really dramatic scenes, like, of the desert, and there's, like, a big crack. Like, it's, like, dream sequency kind of thing. Oh, that it, stuff was really cool. Yeah, there I thought tons that was of weird dream, like, hallucination dream sequency things in it, and I have no idea why. Like, at one yeah. point, the very hot farmer, when she's, like, reviving the main character, for a moment, she sees her as some kind of pig-faced abomination woman. Oh, that was cool. For I thought that was second. cool. And it looks kind of cool, and it was, like, freaky, and I was like, why the fuck is this happening, though? Like... Because he's scared. He's been... Or is it because he... Yeah, or is it because he took his walkabout, and aren't you supposed to... Is that oh, like you're a supposed thing? to hallucinate on your walkabout. That's true, too. So, should people check out Razorback? Absolutely. I think it's worth a watch. Um, just don't expect it to be Highlander. No, I think Highlander is like a more polished movie with a better script, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. This this is kind of meandering a little bit. Um, yeah. And not in a way that I think works for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like bad filmmaking, I don't think. Like, I think no. it's shot well and like... They made more out of this premise than I was expecting them to. But I, I think it's worth a watch, especially if you like horror type movies or cool special effects Mm -hmm. one of the greats like baz lorman and george miller who are other australian directors uh i got these three that's what i'm up to hey guys how much money do you think this movie made a million dollars i'll say 19 million okay its budget was can we also guess the budget yeah you want to guess the budget uh i'll say two million amen uh i'll say one and a half million. It could even be less. It's probably like three hundred thousand dollars. All right, we need to do some math on conversion rates, but it was five million five hundred thousand Australian dollars. I think that's not too different than our dollar. I kind of think so too. So okay. that's a lot more. And it's opening weekend, eighty-nine thousand three hundred and thirty-one dollars. Oh, oh boy. It's total gross one hundred and fifty. Wow. Well, no, I would say 153 because we just rented it for three dollars. So. Yeah, well, no, not even 153, 150,003. I think is what oh, you meant. What, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't rent thousand dollars. We actually just uh, did a private screening. Ran it out of theater. Yeah, yeah, Russell came. We paid him to come out and talk to us. <laughs> he did not enjoy himself. No, nope. and sadly refused to come on mic, yeah. which is weird. <laughs> he did. We but thanks, Russell, for coming. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Russell. He just waved at us. Yeah. He also didn't give us any behind the scenes tidbits that we could share, which no. is. Weird weird too you think we'd have behind the scenes stories having just talked to him but we don't we don't know and we don't remember any of those stories either nope did you share it at a later date <laughs> told us and we forgot yeah instantly it was because we had our own walkabout so check out razorback available on youtube to rent or amazon to rent and it might be available also on hulu to rent or google play google play to rent google play uh so it's out there or you can buy it there you go support russell mckay 
or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just have a good time. Don't watch it without drinking a fair amount of beers. Wouldn't watch it alone. Not because you'll be... it's scary. Because it's too scary. No, just because it won't be as fun if you can't look at Eamon and go, what the fuck was that? It, it kind of looks like a gang of pigs is knocking over a windmill. Yeah, that was a weird scene. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. A group of pigs use teamwork to knock over a windmill. But they weren't the evil Razorback pigs. They just, They're just regular pigs. And the the camera guy, like the husband, was a good guy. He wasn't a bad guy. So it kind of seemed like the Razorback had some kind of kinship with ordinary pigs. Oh, like he's the king rat or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Like he commands. He commands a legion mm. of pigs. I don't know. As you can tell, this movie's fucking bonkers, and you should probably just see it for that reason alone. Unless you're squeamish about Slaughterhouse mo- stuff, then don't go anywhere near this. Yeah. You will wretch. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back this week with a brand new Highlander Rewatched episode, and make sure to like and subscribe us on Facebook and iTunes, and give us those good reviews. Five stars, baby. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us. I've been one of your rewatchers, Keith. This is Iman. And this is Kyle. Razor by. Bye. Bye. Bye.